Anna. I hope she doesn't look like this. I'm kind of holding her up with her ass right now. She's happy with her. Who's on? Who's this? She's so happy. Oh, just, okay. <laughs> okay. She's like, why? Do you guys need the new Bebe Rexa album signed? No, I can't stand it. She's terrible. Bebe? Yeah. But she's in that funny song about how you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, you no, bitch. No. You really fucked up. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's a ween. Pull your fucking finger out. Okay. Like, that's disgusting. That's Welcome to another class with the School for Wayward Nerds. The podcast put out every Ed Game Thursday to give you geek knowledge. Um, my name is David Fuller. And today we are diving into the depths of Disney's forgotten movies, moving past Brother Bear, avoiding Dinosaur, and almost covering Treasure Planet instead. Oh, that's a good one. We are arriving at Atlantis the Lost Empire. I'm joined today by our producer and resident Disney geek, Kyostein. Oh, hi. Uh, and our beautiful and greasy co-pilots, Megan Chikatilo and the White Collar. <laughs> you Which can, one's the greasy You one? guys can do it. Well, you, you, try you, you decide. Oh, no. I believe the in all of you. Decide who's the greasy, who's the beautiful one. Before we begin with one of my favourite Disney movies, Kaya, could you be a dear and tell the listeners how to show their support? Uh, sure. Make banners. Take them, take them to, to the streets. Take them to protest. Events. <laughs> you could do that. Just protest, Eddie. Or you could head over to Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Look at at wayward underscore nerds. Yeah. On the Twitter. Yeah. You can go to our Facebook where we're really active, and you could search school for wayward nerds. Mm-hmm. You can also search School for Wayward Nerds on iTunes and rate and review and subscribe. Uh, and if all else fails, Meg <laughs> can give you some weird hand signals. Send us letters we'll in the mail. We'll, we'll send you over to Gmail and you can send us an email of all of your greatest hopes and fears. Another so good chicken. Another good oh. musical artist's name is Tombstone Shorty. Wow. Um. So Hunchback of Notre Dame was pretty fucking dope, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we're not talking about yeah. that. Yeah. And Archdeacon. Yeah, Archdeacon pops a boner for a gypsy and sets fire to the lower class. It's delightful. I don't really that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about today. No. Or did I make that up? I don't know. Oh my god, Ashley. Um, would you guys also say Beauty and the Beast is pretty good? Yep. Yes. Yes? 
Um, well, the, the two directors, uh, Kirk Wise and Gary Truesdale, had just come off those two movies and it was time to drop a third. Dog Eat Hair. <laughs> That's the third one. It's Dog Eat Hair. It wasn't a very good Yep, the boys were tired of the musical stuff and wanted to try something a bit different. Uh, cut to some Mexican restaurant in Burbank, where oh. our boys meet up with producer Don Hahn. Uh, there they were chatting about some of those weird old live-action adventure movies that Walt Disney used to make, stuff like uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Um, that subject begun to form their idea for Atlantis, which was chosen because people know what Atlantis is and they wouldn't have to waste half the movie explaining it. Um, you know, living amongst a million origin movies here in 2018, that's kind of a refreshing idea. You right there, Chopin? <laughs> Well, there's dogs everywhere. <laughs> I'd be eaten. No, I got any actually. Okay. Um, yeah, from there they started to go down all these different, like, theory rabbit holes, and they chose one that, that believed all of civilization came from this one super civilization. Um, this influenced the movie's language and aesthetics, meaning the movie doesn't look like some boring, crumbling Greek pillars that it's often portrayed as. Uh, they were also very inspired by a man named Edgar Case. Uh, he was a psychic who predicted things like Roosevelt dying in office, the Great Depression, and his own stroke, which killed him on the day he said it would. He made that up. He had the stroke first. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yep, so Mr. Case also predicted that Atlantis was a superstructure that was powered by a giant crystal energy, and its greed is what put us in the ocean and forgotten about. Psychics predict the future, they know all about Atlantis. Alright, now for the overall design of the movie. Um, they wanted it to be unique. Uh, the boys chose a steampunk world with a comic book style, um, basing it in the same year World War One started, and hiring fucking Mike Mignola, uh, the man behind Hellboy, the Batman animated series designed for Mr. Freeze, and begun the DC line of Elseworlds with his story Gotham by Gaslight. Um, it makes a lot of fucking sense rewatching this movie that he was one of the lead designers for it. It's very blue. Mm, it's it's very much in the style of his comics. Now that you go back and rewatch it. Mm. Um, another pretty cool thing about this movie is its cast style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got Michael J. Fox playing Milo. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, I knew him more from this. Than from Back to the Future growing up. Um, he's the main boy of the movie, a linguist and cartographer at the Smithsonian, uh, recruited on the expedition at, as a translator for the sort of map to get there. Uh, we've got James Garner playing Commander Rourke, uh, the leader of the expedition. He is a very grizzled man, and Garner's history of westerns and war movies sort of do a really good job of portraying him in that light. They're a very manly man. Mm. I thought it was Tommy Lee Jones, but he's not. He's a man. Really cool man. I don't know what that reference is. Now you're a man. Well, I know that one. <laughs> Alright, you got Kree Summer in this movie playing Keita, uh, Disney's most forgottenest princess. Yeah. That's because she got face tattoos that don't work. Um... Yeah, I love Kree's work and in like every other fucking thing. She's a very Tara Strongy person. This is true. Yeah. 
Ah, who else we got, Kyle? Um, we also have... You got... Jim Varney. I was just going to say name characters. Oh. Um, you've got... You've got, um, Don Novello playing Vinny, the Italian demolition expert. He's funny. Yeah, he's one of the better side characters in Disney movies. Like, characters like Maida, Mushu, and Ben from Treasure Planet all fucking suck ass. Who are Nah, fuck him. Our life can eat a shit. Yeah, but he had a cookie. Mushroom would have been good if he wasn't voiced by such a... No, if he just wasn't voiced the entire film constantly. No, he's just voiced by someone who sucks. Yeah. Ruins everything. Yeah, but in contrast, um, Atlantis's Vinny's pretty good. Yeah, he's a Yeah, he's doing bad shit. Yeah, we've done a lot of bad things. (laughs) Robbing graves, plundering tombs, double parking. Double parking. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's good. You, you definitely see him kill a few people in this movie. Um, you've got Phil Morris, who I recognised as Mr. Sunshine in Saints Row, and the oh, Black sorry. Panther leader in Black Dynamite. He plays Dr. Joshua Strongbear Sweet. Uh, the crew, Sweet? Yep, the crew's medic. Um, he's, he's got this really great manic way of talking, and the, uh, the animation team had trouble keeping up with his voice synchronisation. Ah, uh, you got Lieutenant Helga Sinclair. Oh yeah. Um, Isn't that blonde lady? Yeah, she's played by Claudia Christian. Um, she's the badass second in command. Um, Claudia Christian wanted to play her character in a striking and sensual way, and was truly relieved to see her character um, when the film came out, as she was genuinely worried she might look like a toad or something. Oh. She looks pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Jacqueline Obradors playing Audrey Ramirez, the teenage mechanical lady. Um, she's the youngest member of the expedition. She's pretty cool. She reminds me of the chick from Recess. She does. Yeah. 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 She is in Clarence, which we have previously covered. Who is she in the Clarence? Voices. Oh. Oh no, Hispanic lady. Oh. Great. That's why I thought it was funny. Uh, you got John Mahoney playing Preston Whitmore, um, the millionaire weirdo who funds the expedition. I really like his voice in this, and his character design kind of looks like a little old Hihachi Mishima. Oh, that's a bit hard. He's got the big funny pointy head. Hihachi Mishima. Yeah. Uh, you got Corey Burton playing the French geologist Mole. Oh, he's weird. He's fucking weird. Uh, and you got the King of Atlantis being played by a very deep and powerful sounding Leonard Nimoy. Oh. Yeah. Like, you don't know, you can't really tell it's him in a way. Wait, he doesn't say it that much. He's the King of Atlantis. Oh. Now um, that you mention it, I reckon a little bit. Yeah, but you don't know what watching it, it's weird. Um, you got Corey Burton, no, I said him. You got Florence Stanley playing the radio operator. Uh, Wilhelmina Bertha Placker. Yeah, she's got a big name. She's not interested in the whole adventure. Uh, and finally, you got Jim Varney as Cookie, the old, gross, western-style chef. Jebediah Aladinus Cookie. It's cookie. Uh, it's just Cookie. Farnsworth. Yeah. It's just Cookie. It's fine. Oh, yeah, but he's Slinky Dog, so I want to give him some, you know, play. Yeah, he's good. Um, because I like Slinky. 
And he also succumbed to lung cancer before the film was finished. Aww. It's uh, dedicated to him in the credits. Um, so Kaya has a way of us talking about movies now that she want to try it? Yeah, we're going to try something. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with favourite character. Who's, who's everyone's favourite people in the movie? So what I read was that he'd only read the script. Like he looked over it and just kind of improved all of his fucking lines. Okay. It's just like a weird, not necessarily muttering, but he does like. He talks. Monol- yeah. <laughs> he's great. I like him. He's fu- and he's definitely one of the better side characters in a Disney movie. He's good and also sweet. Oh, that he's sweet. Um. Yeah, sweet's good. Yeah. The doctor. Yeah. The, the way he talks is like yeah after yes. after reading that they struggled to keep no, up with his animation his face and it doesn't like they you can tell they're doing their best to like keep up they're with running him. out of frames to keep up with that guy's talking it's, but it's yeah. funny that like the boss didn't say hey slow down like they let him do that yeah he good that other people couldn't keep up but yeah, they were like, oh, he was so nice and like wonderful in the recording studio, but at the same time, fuck, man. Come on. Um, Kelly or whatever the princess Kata. is. Kata. This is pretty cool. She a badass in this. Yeah, she don't give much of a fuck what you think. There's, a, there's like, there's like uh, I can't remember specifically what's happening, but there's like one shot of her just like just knocking a dude out. It's like cracking him across the face and it's great. That's when they come up from swimming. Yeah, she fucking just like drops a few guys. Mm. My um, favourite is Mrs. Packer. She don't give no shit. She is one of the final yeah, Disney smoke. characters to smoke. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Well, she like... She's exactly what you'd think would come out of a communicator from like World War Two. Like she just fits in so well. And she's like, oh well. I'm here. Might as well keep going. She sounds like a way less abrasive um, slug from Mr. Yeah, in a way. Mm. Um, do you like Milo? He's a like good Milo. guy. He makes me laugh. I reckon he's a lot better in the second half of the movie. Yeah, when the he's first like... half is annoying. Yeah. And then he's cool. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Okay. Favourite scene. Actually got me. Sorry. Did you have a favourite scene? I like so much of it, like just the overall style makes me happy. No, that's not a scene. I know, so everyone else should go and I'll just take a look. I like the bit when the big fish chases them. The Leviathan. Leviathan. I like that bit too, because I spent an entire day researching fucking what was it, Wei Dynasty Mongolians? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I know that Milan has the highest kill count in a Disney film. Yes. Because of the um, oh, avalanche. Yeah. Yep. But Atlantis features a higher body count. Uh, um, yeah, I spent way too long researching Mongolian armies during the Northern Wei Dynasty, which is between the year 386 to 581, to figure, to figure out the average amount of people in their militaries. Um... Yeah, so fuck the internet for not having a definitive answer for that. But at the end of the day, you lose almost an entire continent of Atlanteans in this. So, this has got more. Yeah, they get 
<laughs> Everyone get blown up. Um, we were saying that it reminds us of um, one of the space pirates out of Treasure Planet. The one with the big, like, snap. The Larkin looks oh, very similar to him, but a robot. Yeah. Can you spot her, I don't know. Um, what's your favourite scene there, Meg? Yeah, that's the part where you see um, Vinny like straight up blow up his fucking co-workers yeah. in fiery death. I think my favourite scene is probably um when they go to Whitmore Manor, mm. like right at the start. <laughs> we were making fun of it for being Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Wayne Manor. Because like when she first rocks up in his thing, I'm like, oh look! It's Catwoman. Oh yeah, it's, it's the exact same layout as Catwoman's apartment in Batman Returns. Oh, no. And then it cuts to them going to this giant creepy manor with a with big, big w, w on the, the side. <laughs> and then like, it's just a Batman film. Yeah. And um, having it all backlit in that blue light from the fish tank is very fucking Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Hello. Like you can see ah. that they were inspired by mm. like a lot of different properties. But yeah. I think they used it in a way that like it pays tribute without overdoing it. Mm. Um, one of my favourite scenes comes off that big fight um, and it's the repurposing of the Aladdin scene. Of course you like that okay. one shot. I just, the lava and everything, like going all the way through that scene where you go from them escaping with the lava, mm. which is um, the Cave of Wonder scene from Aladdin. And then it goes into her, like, awakening all of the, um, like... Big stone things? Yeah, the stone yeah. god things. And then they make that big just... bubble, and then it, like, lavas over the top, but then all of that cracks down, and, like... I just think it's a really cool sequence, like, from beginning to end. Yeah, it's very pretty. Because it... Well, it's pretty, and, like, you, re- you know that you know parts of it from somewhere, but you can't your finger on it but you're still exploring like this new like Atlantis as a new place mm. so there's enough there that it's like I don't know I liked it mm. yeah um there's a lot of I can't name like specific scenes but there's good moments in it mm. like the whole way through um when the Sinclair woman fires the flare gun right at the end um to shoot the blimp down oh mm-hmm. yeah that's like that's cool. fucking dope yeah like she's like she dies in that scene because this is a dark fucking movie. <laughs> but just a, she just like goes out with a final fuck you to her shitty co-workers. Yeah. That's how you all should go out shoot your co-workers with a, a flare gun. That's how everybody should And the underwater hey, scene spoilers, is really but we just like We just finished watching Incredibles and that had someone shooting a co-worker with a flare gun right at the end too. Yeah. Very similar. Oh, I've got another one. Disney's like, this joke didn't quite hit. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again, but I made it up. Another one smashed the mug. <laughs> Do it. Give it an extra dimension. Yes. Do it in the 3D. Alright. 
Next oh, question I have is worst scene. What? I'm gonna go first. Okay. The scene that I hate the most is when he gets the messages from upstairs of his meetings being moved up. Oh, you missed your meeting, so you don't get it. And then he runs upstairs, and they're all like Scooby Doo opening and closing doors and like hiding behind plants and shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't like any life. of the star. Nah. Like, I really like the movie, but until they're on the big boat, I don't care. Yeah. It all seems. Well, I'm like. You the, need it there, but. If, for if me, it's Alga Sinclair showing film, up is when the ball starts rolling for me, not the ship yet. But that's the thing. If they had started the film, like, him chasing after the head museum guy's car mm. and cut out, like, his speech of leading up to Atlantis and that. Because the fact that the diary's in Iceland doesn't matter because it's not in Iceland, it's with Whitmore. Like, they could have, like, cut all of that opening section, which would have given us more time in Atlantis, which I think that the movie needed in order to be better. Like, towards the end, it just feels like they really rushed it. That was a lot of the reason this film wasn't popular. Like, with critics, is there's a, there's a lot packed into it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of key characters and stuff. Like, it's not like... I, don't, I can't think of an example, but there's like eight or nine main characters in this thing. Yeah. Um, it's like Snow it's White. A, it's a shame it didn't do better because that stupid under-the-sea ride at Disney was going to be the Atlantis ride. And oh. they didn't bother. But then a few years later, it became Finding Nemo anyway. That's still a good ride. I like that one. It wasn't aerial. It was 200 I didn't say it was aerial, you ding Oh, I thought you said it was... It's a underwater one. Oh. No, I, I said under the sea. sea. I didn't mean you the sea. You said song. under the sea. I thought you meant... I meant as a location. No, no. It was um, the submarines from 200 <coughs> Leagues Under the Sea. Every time I went... And now it's Nemo. Yeah. Oh. Every time I went, it was under construction or something. Something was wrong with it. Every six times I went. <laughs> Well, I think it was the four first times I went, and then they changed it to me. Well, because it's underwater and all of that, um, I know it needs to go down pretty regular for, like, cleaning and stuff. Yeah. Because if the windows get clouded, like... And they the last lot of updates they did on it was because they worked out how to use, um, like, film and that under... Because it is all under the water. They worked out how to use, like, film to better tell the story yeah so they like put in all these screens and projectors and stuff mm-hmm. but, ha- but what they could have done to clean it you know the stuff you use on a fish tank and just have a really big one and just go Trey what scene did you hate what scene did you hate everything before the ship yeah but I think it all needed to be there it's just like I said before, I don't really like Milo until he gets his confidence at the second half. Yeah. So just watching him like whack a boiler with a stick, like. But he know. uses that later because that's how he wins over the little mechanic girl. Yeah, no, but I like the role reversal of this movie. There's a lot of women in really like high positions. Yeah, well, a lot of Disney films are like a lame-ass girl go on adventure because of big man. But this is Milo, who's a dingus who likes to read. And he go on an adventure with, like, a hot tropical chick with barely any clothes on. Yeah. Hey. 
So the Atlantean language is a readable thing. Um, it was made by a dude named Mark Ockerand, who is also the dude who did the Klingon and Vulcan languages. Um, but the way it reads is you read like along one bit, and then you drop down a line and you read back. So you like the flowing water, but at the same time that'd be annoying. That would be so annoying. Dog Actually, don't sniff shoe. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> My takeaway is that I like when Disney Try something different. pushes their boundaries and experiments well. I think that's why I like it, because a lot of the Disney movies do have like this jaded, boring shit to them. Whereas this one's a lot stranger. It has my favourite um, Disney castle at the start too. 
I like when they experiment with the Disney castle. Yeah, because this one looks like something out of Bioshock. It's like a rusty green stone wet one, and the little, the, the, I think it's Tinkerbell that goes over it is just like a welding torch. Ah. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah. What's Try it. What did you take away? Wait, Meg. What's the one? What's the Disney castle where the thing goes over? Beep, 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 Because I can't remember where that's from. But I remember seeing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Is it? It's got me fucked. I'll Google it. Isn't that Google it. I don't know. What no, I'm John. Is that Disney? No. no. Is okay. it? It's probably not that then. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking up because like. No, totally I wouldn't have seen it. Well, the only um, space ones I can think of is Stitch. Yeah, you got Stitch from Treasure. Could be Treasure Planet. I like Treasure Planet. I'm mad that it got fucking... Alright, I found all of them, so we'll just have to wait. Okay, you just can watch a compilation. I took away that Atlantis can be cooler than some douchey macho fuckwit with shit tattoos and long hair and a beard. Played by Jason Momoa. But not naming anyone specifically. Yeah, no, not just me in general. Um, I took away that Disney can make kind of dark movies and they're good, but no one likes them because people suck. Yeah. Well, what, what are some of the Ralph is good, but this isn't. That trailer for Wreck-It Ralph two makes me. That's, think just that's the probably the worst fucking movie. Scene. It's like, oh look, we own Star Wars and Marvel, but also we're gonna pick on the princesses that built this fucking company. God damn it! Yeah. yeah. Mm. But Wreck-It Ralph was never good, besides Mortal Kombat characters in the background. What are some of the cultier Disney movies that you like? I said this earlier today, and I'll just go first because I'm very passionate about this. Big Four. You've got Treasure Planet. Yep. Atlantis. Yep. Hercules. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove is a fucking... It's a sequel. Like, you don't hear about it anymore. No, no, I'm surprised it's a Disney film. Yeah. Because there's no representation of it anywhere. But oh, Disney really? have made some fucking shockers. I was so annoyed when I found out Brother Bear and Meet the Robinsons were Disney because I thought, how? Brother Bear's good. There's there's really Canadian moose. I don't remember the film, but I remember the trailer we saw and it was just two moose being like, you should go see our movie. I used to love that movie. But it's not Disney worthy. We used to always do, there was a um, questionnaire in the credits. There was which totem you would be. Spoiler alert, it's always... One. We no, did it. We did, we did it fifteen times. We got eagle. I think we got yeah. raven every fucking got, time. No, we got bear every single time. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to get bear. Because time was the love totem, so yeah. we deliberately picked every answer that was awful. There'd be one like your friends in trouble. What are you doing? We would pick like stay home. That David every time probably thought like we were dead body. Like the effort we were going to. I think I think Disney it's purposely sabotaged oh. Treasure Planet and and Atlantis to make cheap of bad CGI movies. Mmm. Yeah. Tangled's good too. Yeah, Tangled's a fucking ripper. To be honest with you, it's got a dumb Tangled's horse in it, doesn't it? Popular though. It is fucking good. Princess and Frog's good as well. Oh, I like Princess and Frog's good. Yeah, I thought that would be bad, but that was good. Yeah. But yeah, Tangled's a fucking masterpiece. Um. That's the real shit. Yeah. The reason we're doing this episode that it came to mind in the first place is Disney's got pins of like movies that we are not a proud of. They've got pins of everything. It's really good that they actually acknowledge. They they came out with it's called character clusters, 
and they did all of it's literally all the, the characters of classics. Okay. So anything that starts from Snow White to I think it's Wreck It Ralph. No, Big Hero yeah. Six. Uh, no, it's before that. Lion King Three. It might be. Good it's either Princess and the Frog or Tangled or like it's one of those yes. sectional ones. Mm. They went through and did character clusters for everyone. And the second lot, like because they did all of the popular films in the first set, the second lot was basically Atlantis, and Treasure, um, Planet, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear. Um, like all the all like stuff that second one. I think there was a Meet the Robinsons one, but that movie is not. I like Meet the Robinsons actually. Oh, Tarzan and Moana also fucking sick. Yeah. Tarzan has a hanging and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. I like Meet the Robinsons, but I can see it oh, as I like I like Tomorrowland as well because I can see. That movie had some flex in it too, man. Where they were going. Uh, I didn't even watch it. Tomorrowland. If you you know the story of what Walt wanted Tomorrowland to be, you watch that movie and you're like, oh my god, yes. George Clooney's there. But that's the thing, if you don't know know about it, you're like, I don't understand. This is a crap film, I don't get it. The second that you have knowledge behind what that like was supposed to, like there's a scene in it where um they go on um it's a small world mm. and it like goes down on this conveyor belt thing and into tomorrowland okay. and if you know the story of him being at the world's fair and how it inspired him to build the parks mm. and you know the story of epcot and all of that you're like this is exactly what Walt had envisioned for this like expansion mm. and it's so amazing in that and it's so sad that they did like such a poor job with it mm. because it could be really great and I feel the same way about Meet the Robinsons it's very like in line with Walt's story mm. but like because it's if you know his story then you can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, sure. It's the whole keep moving forward. And it's this was all started by a mouse. And, yeah, like, I feel like it's very, like, quote-worthy and, like, down his lane. Mm. But I a lot of Disney films aren't that. Mm. Like, I feel it was people that really loved Walt Disney and they were like, we're going to make this film. And it's going to be, like, a Walt Disney story, but without being a Walt Disney story. Yeah, and I think that's why I like them compared to like because there's a lot of things when we went and watched Tomorrowland Toby was like oh why does that happen and where does that come from and I was like oh well this that's this and this and this and there you go like that and he's like there's also the part where they go into the nerd store and it's all Star Wars memorabilia and it's like alright we fucking get it you own Star Wars now settle down it's about 80 stormtroopers in that movie yeah yeah because it was around the time that it all came out the final shot of Atlantis was actually a combination of hundreds of drawings lined up into one 1,500-foot-long drawing. Oh, Fuck oh, off. Oh, golly. Each drawing had to be carefully drawn with the planes flying across the entire pullout to convince the audience that it was just one drawing. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. Um, 
Did you have any trivia about the shirts that the production crews wore? Hmm? Did you have any trivia about the shirts that the production crew wore? Uh, no, I don't. But because they were sick of doing musicals, the crew shirts ha- said Atlantis. Um, less songs, more explosions. That was oh, their work shirt. Good. good to me. That's good. Um. Um, has anyone seen the sequel, Milo's Return? Yes. No. yes. But he never left. I don't know. I don't know. What it's, I don't know why it's called that. It, apparently, it's like. It returns back to the bit, doesn't it? It's the original plot of the TV series. They didn't bother with because this movie didn't do so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's what, what's your favorite like straight to DVD sequel then? Because there's a million of those. Um, Cinderella three is pretty good. Because that's where Anastasia. Is that the time travel one? No, it's where Anastasia finds. The second one is a bunch of like little stories cut together and it's really crappy. But the third one is about one of the evil stepsisters falling in love with a baker. And she's like, my mother would hate me if I fell in love with a baker, but I love him. And then Cinderella's like, come with me and I'll make you fall in love with the baker and you can have lots of love with oh, the baker. And that was so sweet. Yeah. It was the best like redeeming evil character story ever. I remember loving um, the one where Aladdin meets his dad, but I don't remember a fucking thing of it. King of Thieves. Yeah. yeah Forty Thieves. I don't know. I remember one dude like pointing the song with his sword, and that's it. I don't remember I anything. Else. I feel like Disney does the third movie way better than the second. Yeah. Oh, the second like movie is usually like eh. the third like movie. Like Arts. Winter Soldier is pretty fucking good. This is true. I like the second one of The Lion King, Cinder's Pride. That was I like cool. all of the aerial films, surprisingly. Yeah, with um, Melody. I like she's Melody and Tara I like Strong. the prequel one. What? Tara Strong is the daughter. Oh, of course she is. And they couldn't fucking hire original husband to be in it because <laughs> he, he was, was deemed too, too sexy. Eric. Yeah. Uh, yeah he couldn't be a dad because he was too hot. Because they thought if people Googled him, they'd be like, mm. But I even like the prequel of the aerial film, like where they go into oh, yeah. why music gets taken away and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people I gave it crap, but it was really cute. Empress New Grove 2 is pretty sick. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's fine. Rock is amazing. Because essentially, like no one cared about that sequel, but Making like Brothers. say Incredibles, everyone loves Frozone because mm. he's awesome and for some fucking stupid reason, Edna or whatever. No. They took the side character that everyone loved and said, that is our sequel. Mm. It's good. Like, it was his own um, yeah, no, show and everything too. Kuska, like, wasn't even in the sequel. No. It's no, just like the it's just prompt. I found a person complaining that like, Atlantis is a bad like, film. Incredibles 2 was good, yeah. but I would have probably rather watched Frozone. Frozone's... Because he's a funny guy. Well, maybe they can branch off into that. No, because then it's not the second movie anymore. Well, it can be the third one. And no, no, no. Um, you ready I for my bad review? No, I was ready to do mine. Oh, <laughs> do yours then. Sorry. Um, Mulan 2 was good. Only yeah. 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 That's a good one, because the uh, weird boys find weird girls. Yeah. Um, and there was another one, though. Um, I really like... Oh, sorry. Friday the 13th, 10. Oh, hang on. With Uber Jason. Yeah. They stole the plot, didn't they? they Yeah, we're going to address to you all how... The big elephant in the room. Yeah, Marvel (laughs) in Age of Ultron, Avengers 2, 
they ripped off Jason X. And I'm not even going to tell you why. So they fucking That's just for you guys to think about. But, um, um, Lady in the Tramp 2 was good as well. I liked that. I like Up 2. <laughs> That's called Down. <laughs> um, alright, so someone here says, um, this movie is set in 1914, and during the campfire dinner, Cookie says that a Caesar salad is on the menu. A salad not invented till the 1920s. Oh, shit. That's a good point. Bullshit oh. film. <laughs> maybe, maybe they didn't mean it like that. Maybe they meant like you could have a Caesar or a salad. <laughs> What's a Caesar then? It's a haircut. Oh, shit. Do you think maybe this film... Do you think Cookie invented Caesar salads? No, no, no. I think yes. people care too much. Actually, I love when people care too much about the Caesar salad history. Does it actually ever say the date yes. in the film? Uh, it's on something has a date on it. Whether it's his um, proposal or his letter of resignation, some of the files have a current date. Because that's that's Cause it a takes big... place the same day as World War One starts. Well, that's a big thing about um, Disney films is they try not to give them a date. This is one of the only ones. Yes. Um. Because that's one of the main arguments when it comes to Song of the South. That because it's not given a date, it's unclear as to what the relationship is. Alright. So I just wanted to double check because I know it's like a regular thing for Disney films not to display dates. Well, I should just have a go and do it. No, because then it leaves it more timelessy. Welcome. That said, it would clear up a lot of the thing about, you know, princesses being like 14 and being married off. No, that's because fine. Because back then it's they died here, at like, fine. you know, 20, so. Yeah. 14 was Disney like middle age. Disney doesn't want you to know that it's not fine. Disney doesn't want to know, you to know that every prince in their movies is a fucking pedophile. No, because no, most of them are only like 16. Well, that's yeah, not but I'm pretty sure as long as you're under 18, no matter what, you're a pedophile. No, but back then... <laughs> All children are pedophiles. No, I remember <laughs> hearing so when that when I was in school. So when you date in high school, you're a pedophile. Yeah, because the age of consent <laughs> oh, is okay. under 18. So okay. you have That's statutory rape. That's not pedophilia. It, it depends when it is. God damn it. depends where you so are. Because that. not everywhere is uh, 18. Yeah, like some in... Some places um, are 14. Some countries it's 4. <laughs> Minus 12. Okay, yeah. back on to yeah, like Mike Mignola's art princess. style is very pretty in this. What? Oh, okay. I, I'm doing a homework question here. You didn't tell us. I'm, I'm, this is me having one. Okay. <laughs> I'm having one. You know what? <laughs> um, do you want to leave the room while you have it? What? No! <laughs> what, what, other, what comic book artist do you want to see make a different Disney movie? The one that I'm reading out of um, Domino, you know the, the current one? Domino. I don't know the I know it's Gail Simone writing it. <laughs> she should write a movie. She's a good storyteller. Uh, well, we can't really do Bruce Tim because he already did like all the animated series. But his style with like painted color instead of like flat blocks would be pretty cool to see. What's the one that it's got like really? It's a Batman one, but it's got horrible art and a really good story, and everybody says like anything. Tim Sale probably Long Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to do it. Okay. No, 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 no. Nah. 
No, no, no. It doesn't fucking tell me. I want want a film done by Marguerite Bennett and Aunt Lucia. Fuck that. The people that did Bombshells. Oh, of course you did. I want Joe Orlando. Who's that? Like original Daredevil drawer, like you know the generic old timey comic. Here's a picture of people. Oh, yes. Like I want like an R-rated movie that looks like that. Like, yeah, because it looks dumb. Yeah, um, I feel that. Like I, I want a movie like Happy Tree Friends did. Like how was this cute cartoon but brutal? I want that, but like. Who's the who, who's the guy who does the cute and cuddly Marvel artwork? Scotty Young. Yeah, he'd be a good one. Yeah, doesn't he do Fairyland? That's already fucked up. Uh-huh. If he wants. Or the Ultimate Spider-Man when it was really comic-y. Yeah. I had a good answer like yesterday well, in my we mind. We didn't want to hear it. Well, good. <laughs> I don't fucking remember what it was. Okay. It was probably Darwin Cook. I bet you it was. Thanks for coming, boys. Hey, we did it. Another, another adventure has come to pass. And you can stick it right up here on us. Oh my goodness. Atlantis is a film we went did see. You should subscribe and go in a tree. I thought you were going to just finish it with you should subscribe oh. to me. <laughs> well, that's a good one. That makes more sense. <laughs> Don't go in the tree. Hi Kyle. Hi. You might hurt what are you doing there, buddy? Don't hurt trees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the takeaway from Atlantis. Yeah, don't hurt trees. Um, Disney should do more weird things like this. That'd be nice. Well, when was what was the last kind of experimental thing they did? Princess and Frog. Um, the oh, short. That's a, that's a long time now. The short before Incredibles two. Ah, ah, no, actually. <laughs> oh, there's a newer one than that. Was after Princess and the Frog because Princess and the Frog takes place in Mafia really three, doesn't it? At the box office, and they blamed it on the fact it's too girly they thought mm. so with Tangled they made the boy like way more important and made it funny and an adventure he's, so yeah and, I, and they did it in, two genders and they did it in CJ after never publicising Princess and the Frog so it couldn't have done good um, putting Treasure Planet which had like three different beautiful animation styles on during like a school day so no one could see it and whatever the fuck problem they did with Atlantis, they were like, oh, I guess CG is the only thing that'll work. Yeah, they, they set these films up to fail. Fucking Disney and yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Because that's everyone trying to bring back hand drawn animation. Hand drawn. Princess and the Frog. And because it didn't receive well, they were like, oh, well, we don't need hand drawn animation anymore. I guess Tangled, like, that movie, the CG that we advertised, it, did better. Like, yeah. Like, so Disney set up a lot of these films to fail. Fuckers. Yeah, no. But they still did good, I think. They're still good, but it's still... Well, rude. the Princess and the Frog It's mean of them. It's not hand crabs. <laughs> Princess and the Frog is making, like, a huge comeback within the parks, and that with character meet and greets and that, because... Mm. They yeah, have I want to make that jazz crocodile. He's a good boy. Yeah. Ah, the trees, you boys. Yeah, Lewis. Lewis. Um. Yeah, that movie takes place in Mafia Three. It's cool. All right. Hey, we did another episode. 
What are we doing next week? We don't know yet. Um, we're doing Rainbow Four. Okay. Is there a fourth um, Rainbow movie? I think so, because they're bad. Cool. Let's do Spy Kids as well. We're just gonna um, get Ash to talk, and she'll just. We're talk just gonna about get Ash to breathe into the mic for you guys. <laughs> Oh, ASMR, but dog. <laughs> oh, wow. Who wants to hear that? Let's call for ASMR. ASM dog. Actually, what are you doing? She was napping. Hey, you should watch Panty Stock. It's really good. Uh, class dismissed.